do I have a lot to say about understanding, reading, and actually studying the Word of God? We always like to use this verse, to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a work may not be ashamed of the gospel, but rightly dividing the Word of truth. I think we are living in a generation right now where we don't have biblical intelligence, which is really just wisdom, right? There's these three types of... Uh, and you could share it like understanding. Here, here it is. It's knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Knowledge is just information. Understanding is illumination. Like now I'm not just getting the surface of knowledge. I'm gaining understanding. That's when the light of Christ illuminates. In Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it tells us that the God of this world has blinded the people of this age. And un unless the light of Christ shines on their minds, illuminates, and that's why you have a lot of people that are arguing about the Bible, very controversial topics. You got not just the unbelievers and believers arguing. You also have Christians arguing within denominations, doctrines, and beliefs. And you get people in Christianity that are creating like cancel culture. This stuff is real, y'all. As I've been on the internet for the last couple of years and I've reached a good amount of people, I see so many comments, arguments, tons of DMs, a lot of hateful things, negative things, uplifting things, encouraging. So there's this balance, right? But I see the division that the body of Christ is going through. And let me just share my testimony and, the, and, and why I'm so passionate about, about understanding the word of God. God rebukes, God also corrects, but also the Lord comforts, the Lord encourages. It is the Holy Spirit that is our teacher and comforter. And I don't want just because I learned it in church or from pastor to be the final say. The Holy Spirit should always be the final confirmation. When it comes to studying the word, understanding, gaining wisdom, knowledge, revelation. So knowledge is just information. Understanding is illumination. But wisdom, the Bible tells us to get wisdom. Wisdom is true transformation in Christ. It's, it's me being transformed. And that's what the word of God does. The word of God is a seed. And what that seed does is it grows inside of us. This is a seed. And we need to understand that, y'all. That the word of God is a seed and it grows and it takes time as you're getting watered, as you're getting planted. And I'm going to talk a lot about a lot of this in the pod today. But let me just share my testimony. I've been working in a Christian store. My, my long story short testimony was I received Jesus when I was 24 about to be 25. I'm 30 now, about to turn 31. That's when I received Jesus. So I didn't grow up as a Christian. But my walk was a lot different. I always talk to people and saying, hey, it's a, there's a difference between growing up in church and growing up in Christ. Because I know a lot of people that know the hymns, but they don't know him. They don't know Jesus for themselves. They know of God, but do they actually know God? I met a lot of Christians, okay? This is part of my testimony and just... A lot of things that I've, I've, I've seen, experienced, people I've spoken to that grew up in church, but they don't really have a relationship with God. They've learned religion, not relationship. So with me, I'm very bold when it comes, and I go all in. When I believe in something, fam, I go all in. I'm just passionate about it. When I believe it, I test it. I really do research on it, and that was me. And, and God really broke me down where I had to learn and unlearn. Sometimes it's not things we need to learn to gain that understanding or wisdom. Sometimes it's thing we need to let go. 
That's why they say let go and let God. Sometimes it's things that I just need to release and unlearn. And that's what happened. This is what happened. I had to unlearn about life and purpose and gifts and calling and all these things that the Bible really gave me a fresh perspective on when it came to life. And long story short, came to Christ. I left my job. I'm from San Diego, moved to LA, worked there, had a great uh, job there. Made a, made a six-figure plus salary. So I was a manager doing sales. I worked my way up in this company. No degree, right? I, I got my associate, so I don't have a bachelor's. And long story short, I decided to drop everything after I got baptized, received Jesus, got baptized, and said, I'm moving to Vegas. I'm going to serve in ministry. I didn't know about any other churches or ministries, really. It, just the family's ministry where I got baptized in, and they brought me to Christ. And it took time. It was years and years of years of of people praying for me for me to come to Christ, and I know God recruited me specifically because he knew how much of a, a warrior and soldier I am when it comes to just anything. When I have a belief on something, boom, that's my gift. We all have different gifts, by the way, okay? We're talking a lot about gifts on this pod, on this channel. Long story short, I worked at a Christian store. Think about it, eight hours a day minimum just being there, praying all throughout the day, listening to worship songs, music, and getting. there's hundreds of churches out here in Las Vegas getting a ton of people all around Vegas to come see our store. Pastors, teachers, people that are traveling missionary um, and doing mission trips, missionaries, evangelists all around, people having supernatural testimonies about how God brought them in. So I've seen a lot of good and I've seen a lot of wicked. And there was all these false doctrines and teachings that would come in that would tell me things that I wanted to listen because I didn't know much of the word. And the whole reason I'm sharing this is because I confronted people when it came to doctrines, okay? And all that, that doctrine is, is just a set of beliefs. Their set of the beliefs were they extracted Bible, but it wasn't biblical as far as revelation. So I'd be like Apostle Paul and the Bereans, because I, I heard this all the time from pastor when I was doing a lot of Bible study. I did a lot of Greek and Hebrew Bible, Bible studies. We used to do that a lot. And... I got to be like Apostle Paul and the Brians that went back and they searched the scriptures daily. And that's what I did. I heard something and I went back and I searched it. I'll Google it, right? Like just to get some verses around it. And then I'll go back, I'll study, I'll write some notes. I'll, I got so excited because I'm in a, I'm in a Bible store, right? Our family runs a Bible store. So I get all these different commentaries, study guides, ways on how to study the Bible and to be able to hold myself accountable. And I just got obsessed with learning the word of God. I did. And I think, you know, people would say, you need, you need more time, you need more years. I think we're always growing. The word of God is a seed, but God did something in my life where I went in this like supernatural acceleration of gaining divine revelation and real transformation in my life. This is what I can testify as my own testimony, that I was able to carve a learning curve that was not for the average person. And it was because my willingness to want to know God, my love for God, what he did for me. It wasn't about getting on social media. It wasn't about clout chasing or thinking about the next trend. It was just about seeking Jesus and knowing the word of God so that whenever somebody would talk to me or ask me about the Bible, I can share Jesus in a way that only the Holy Spirit can move through me. But I needed that wisdom. I needed to know the Bible so then I could take the scriptures and allow the scriptures to work inside of me. I always tell people, you might know the scriptures, but through the scriptures know you. I, I needed to know when to tame my tongue. I needed to know when to speak and when to be silent. 
I wanted to understand certain topics that when people genuinely are asking me around these topics, I can at least give them some Bible and some scripture to send them on their way so they can go back and search the scriptures if they decide. And that's another thing. You must decide to want to get to know God. You must decide to sacrifice those you know, weekends of binge watching shows versus taking some time, even if it's a few minutes, to just spend time with God and understand. And that's what I did. I sacrificed. And I wasn't perfect. I still was binge watching shows over the years and, you know, looking at a few things as far as like different movies that are coming out and and understanding what the world is still tapping into. I mean, yeah, that stuff. I, I'm interested. I, I'm a, I'm an I'm a genuinely curious and interested person. And I wanted to know how the world is moving and running so then I could take Bible and help them build the bridge to Christ. That was my heart. So that testimony, I just want to share with y'all that, and I'm still doing that. We're doing this every day. I've been in that store. Imagine being in a Bible store five years, every single day, not missing. The only time I've ever missed a Sunday was probably two or three times. And one of them was because I had a family emergency. Um, my mom was in the hospital one time, right? So I had to, I had to go. And, and But other than that, I don't go on vacations just to miss uh, Sunday services. And I used to Bible study every day for the first like two years when I got here. We used to Bible study every day with pastor, even if it's like uh, 30 minutes to like three, four hours, we'd be in the store just Bible studying, praying. When a, when a customer came in, we'd be praising God. We'd pray with them. Like this was my life. And I feel like I'm like in a David moment, David season where it's just tending the pasture. You know, five years into, uh, I call it full-time ministry because again, there's a difference when you're just lukewarm and you go to church every other time you used to go to Bible study, but there's a difference with like intentionally seeking and thirsting and hungering for God in his house while you're in his house, seeking and just opening your heart versus coming in because you're forced to by family, parents, aunts, uncles. You feel like you have to be there. No, I don't have to be there. I get to be there. It is a privilege to be in the house of God. It is a privilege to hear and, and, and to allow the word of God to do what it needs to do. This was my heart. This was my intention. Now, am I always perfect? And there, are there days where I'm like, uh, I don't want to come to Bible study? Yeah, of course. There were days where I wasn't like fully lit up, but I still got myself to Bible study and I'm glad I did. I'm so glad I did. Because God always spoke in the times when I was hurting, in the times when I just wanted to also be alone. And this is where God works on us. And anybody that tells you like it was perfect, it's happy, holy, healthy, it's not. It's not a walk in the park being uh, or a walk on the on the beach, right? It's, it's not always sunshines and rainbows being a follower or disciple of the Lord. It's not. But it's worth it, right? There's something greater about sacrificing my life and the old man and putting off the old to to put on the new there's something powerful about operating in the new the new person that Christ has called me to be and i didn't want to go so deep into this but i'm telling y'all there's there's something different when you can just say for the next couple of years and i'm excited for the next 5 years in ministry wherever God wants me, however God wants to use me. I, I feel like I'm still in an incubation season. Like I'm seeing people that are preaching and teaching online, right? That grew an online ministry, a couple things went viral, but they have no covering, okay? There's no covering. There is legit, no, there, there's no shepherding. 
right? There's no spiritual authority in their life guiding them, correcting them, rebuking them, watching over them. And we could probably do a whole nother teaching on like the importance of spiritual covering. Now, I'm sharing all this because this is what allowed me to become more healthy in my walk with God. I didn't turn away. I have understanding. I'm not turning away from God. Like this is it. Though none go with me, I'm still going to follow him. And I'm glad God allowed me to go through those, but I had to decide. A lot of what you're going to hear coming from us, the podcast, a lot of people around me in ministry that we're discipling and building up, a lot of the things you're going to hear is you must decide. God will never force us. He directs us. The flesh forces. God directs. Y'all get that? I will never get forced to do this, but it's my decision to follow Jesus. It's my decision to follow God. And I think we all have that. We have we woke up today deciding if we wanted to follow him or not. Deciding just to get a little bit better. Deciding just to say, God, let it not be my will, but thy will. So as we're talking today about understanding the word, I'm just going to share a few scriptures, a few things that has been in my heart. And I, I really wanted this, this to be a teaching session, but really, I believe the Holy Spirit's leading me to just share that testimony that it takes time for the seed to grow. And there was a lot of doubts I've had. There's a lot of people that spoke things about my calling, my purpose. And a lot of it usually happens when in the beginning stages when you're not really equipped, when you don't know too much of the word and you're asking all these questions and you're hungry, your desire to know more about God. And it's just taking time to grow and time to grow. And I look back in the last five years of my life and as I'm thinking about it now, I, I praise God. I praise God that he, he kept me strong. I praise God that he was able to uh, deliver me from a lot of these these uh, wicked assignments over my life and these thoughts and the past and the doubts and the overwhelm. I thank God and I thank God I'm so much stronger because going through that did make me a lot stronger. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing his word because of what God truly did for me. And that's why I want to be able to help others, right? Because it's not about me. In ministry, it's not about us. You guys ever heard Sunday service, Wednesday night service, Thursday service, whether it's prayer meeting, whether it's revival nights, right? Whether it's just a Bible study or just a Sunday preaching, teaching, ser service. Jesus did not come to serve or to be served. I'm sorry. Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. That's what I meant to say. He... <laughs> People cut out stuff like that. Oh, Brother R.C. said this. Jesus came not to be served. He came to serve. And that's it. Offering ourselves as a living sacrifice. That's what Romans 12 is about. You know, Simply Uncaged is all about being simply uncaged in the mind, being set free. Offering ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, and of a reasonable service to God. Not being conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may be able to prove what is the good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Now, as we're talking about studying the Bible, I do quite, got quite a few notes, so we'll kind of power through it. I'll put them in the show notes today. I was, that was just in my heart to share that, and whoever listens and that relates with you, own your season. Trust the season that God has placed you in, okay? My testimony is different than a lot of people. Just like the next person, we can't be comparing each other. There's no competition in the kingdom of God. There's no comparison because all of us moved and grew differently. God did a supernatural in my life. 
I could have quit. I could have left. I could have went back and and uh, worked back in California. But I decided to stay. I decided to follow God. I decided to trust His plan, no matter what the season looked like. That's what we have to do, y'all. I came here to encourage y'all to trust the plan He has over your life, not the person you look up to, right? In ministry, you can honor the men and women of God, but you're not them. Your calling's not their calling. Your purpose is not their purpose. Your gifts are not their gifts. So that's what we need to understand. We're all made as the, you know, we're all part of the body. Praise the Lord for that. A few things as we talk about studying and understanding and, 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 and really reading our word. Okay. Remember, it's a seed. That seed grows. But there's these three levels of uh, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Three levels to it. Knowledge, understanding, wisdom. Knowledge is just the information. We start to understand the first layer of the Word of God. The first layer. That's what knowledge is. It's just understand. It's the uh, it's the information. Okay. Jesus walking on water. Jesus healing Jairus's daughter. Jesus going deeper into talking about you know the fulfillment of what he's going to do right and and sharing to his disciples jesus going out there and casting demons out of the legion jesus doing what he needs to do transfiguration on the mount these are just key things that we see in scripture over jesus raising lazarus from the dead right that's knowledge that's that's information then we get to understanding where i'm actually gaining understanding that's the illumination I'm like, wow, I'm actually understanding the word of God a little bit more. Illumination. Last thing is wisdom. Wisdom is transformation. Transformation, where I actually take my understanding and I apply that. It's not knowledge. It's understanding because it's illumination. It's like, wow, this is God. This is God, right? And now I'm getting that that wisdom. I'm applying that wisdom and it becomes transformation. This is where God transforms us from the inside out. Amen. Proverbs 4, 5 to 7, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Now, why do we even understand or believe the word of God? 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 1 Thessalonians 2.13, for this reason we also thank God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, which you have, uh, which you have heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. God works, work, God's word effectively works in us who believe. And we got to understand that all scripture, just like we read in Timothy, all scripture is what? It's God breath. It's God breathe. Okay. So we must believe in his word. And we got to understand that this is all inspiration from God written by man but really under the power of the Holy Spirit, God breath. So today I'm just going to talk about the four ways to understand God's word and what to do to really study God's word, okay? And again, I'm going to power through these and I pray that you guys really gain some understanding and just learn that it's a process. If you guys didn't watch our pod, the episode on ministry is a process, it's a process, fam. 
It doesn't happen overnight. This isn't no microwave Christianity, okay? It takes time to marinate and soak up in his presence. So four ways on how to understand the Bible. One is prayer. Okay, pray. Prayer. We must always pray before reading his word. So before I get into his word, I just pray. Okay, two is to meditate. The Bible tells us in Psalms to meditate, right? And his delight is in the Lord who meditates on his word day and night. We got to continue to water the seed once it's been received. I love that. Meditation is biblical. When you meditate, you utter, you moan, you groan, you speak, you repeat the word of God. That's what meditation is. And I know it gets interesting and weird when people say, oh, meditation, you know, yeah, the enemy will twist the word meditation to you can go meditate on the worldly things, the demonic things. I'm telling you to work, meditate on the word of God. Okay. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. That word, that God. Okay. There's only one God, <laughs> the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So number two is meditate. This is understanding the word. Number three, trust. I have to trust God even when it doesn't make sense. The Bible tells us to lean not on our own understanding. So I got to trust God through it all. Acknowledge him in all my ways. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. Acknowledge him and he will what direct my path. Trust that what you hear might not be something you understand right now, but you will eventually gain that revelation. Remember that understanding, which is what? Illumination. You will allow the illumination from the heavens to illuminate on your mind and your thoughts. And then number four, we're talking about how to truly understand the word of God. Number four is to walk. Walk in obedience. Okay, walk by faith. So gaining this understanding, it takes, again, and that walking is actually where wisdom comes into play because wisdom is just, in its sense, if you look it up, what wisdom actually means, it just, it's, it's applied knowledge, right? So there's understanding, there's, or there's knowledge, there's understanding, and then there's wisdom. It's just applying what we've learned. So I gotta, in order for me to apply, I gotta walk. Y'all ever heard that? Walk the walk. So four ways to understand the Bible. Number one is meditate. Or number, I'm sorry, number one is prayer. Number two is meditate. Number three is trust. And number four is to walk. Walk in obedience. Amen. Now, I was going to share, but I already we already made a video on this. There's this acronym, and maybe you guys can go tap in and it's a whole thing on how to study and read the Word of God. I did a shorter video on this. Maybe you guys can go. But it's this uh, acronym PASS, P-A-S-S, -S. pray, ask, seek, search. We always got to pray. When we're opening up the Word of God, we want to pray. And I shared that. This is how we gain understanding. Number two is ask. Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Uh, seek and you will find and it will be open to you. So there's this asking. In the book of James, it says, have not because you've asked not. Amen. There's this power in being able to just ask, Lord, what are you showing me? And asking questions like the relevancy of how this is for my life, my situation, what God is trying to show me. What is, uh, who, or yeah, pretty much what is the text trying to uh, speak? It could be about the author, the context, who is this, whether it's one of the letters or what is this uh, specific passage, who is it speaking to? I, I want to ask questions, okay, around the word. Have not because you ask not. The first S is seek. And I love this in Jeremiah 29. It says, then you will call upon me, 29, 12. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. God wants us to seek him 
And when we seek him, we will find him when we search with all our what? Heart. So when I'm seeking God, I need to seek God with an open heart. Okay? Not a hardened heart, a healed heart, a healthy heart, a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. I just got to be open. You guys ever heard that song, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord? That was it. Okay? To, to seek. I want to be able to seek God with an open heart. And then the last S of pass is search. I want to be like Apostle Paul and the Bereans who heard the word being preached and they went back and they searched the scriptures daily. Acts uh, 17, 11. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to search the scriptures daily after I've heard what I heard out there. Okay, this is the power of studying and rightly dividing uh, the word of truth. So we talked a lot about understanding. We talked right here on how I study the word, and we're going to get a lot deeper on this channel. We'll have a whole playlist on it outside of this podcast. But I also want to share with you guys how to continue to grow in God's word, how to continue to grow in God's word. You'll see this in Psalms 1. Meditate on Psalm 1. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, pretty much, uh, I could say a lot of, I'll always say this is one of my favorite scriptures, but I, I love Psalm 1. And Psalm 1 really opens up these three C's. There's these three C's that I that I learned on how to continue to grow in God's word. The first way one is core. Second is community. And third is counsel. Core are just friends that I break bread with that I can uh, talk about, you know, open up to sometimes about certain situations that might relate with them as the Holy Spirit leads. Okay, these are friends that will help me be accountable, okay, to things of the word of God. So that's the that's the core. So it's just a smaller group of friends. Then there's community. This is my my church, my local ministry, right? The bigger areas of gatherings of the saints, community, church. Church is what? Uh, it's the gathering. Okay. It, it, in Greek, church just means ekles. It's called ekklesia, which means the gathering of the saints, the gathering of the believers. And this is a place where we need to fellowship weekly with equally yoked people. You need community. Okay. That's the power of community. And then the third part is counsel. Counsel, continue to grow knowledge and wisdom with people who can cover you spiritually. Amen. This is the, the three C's that I see to continue to grow in my walk with the Lord. So yes, we need prayer. Yes, we need the word of God. But these three C's will help you accelerate your growth. It's something that allowed me to accelerate my growth in Him. The core, the few people that I have around me, right? Day by day, moment by moment. And these people sometimes shift in seasons. My community, my local ministry, people that are gathering together that are equally yoked, okay? Not people of the world, but people that can gather and have the same belief towards Christ or striving for a better life, a better way to understand and get to know God, right? A surrender life. And the last thing is counsel, spiritual covering. People that are like sheep, shepherds over sheep that can cover me, that can watch over my soul, it says in Hebrews, right? This is what they do. They watch over our soul, Hebrews 13, 17. And people that can actually love me even when I go through some some things in my life, right? I, I We're not all perfect. So we need people that we can open up to that can give us that godly wisdom and counsel. Amen. Appreciate y'all. Uh, if you guys have any questions, this was just a longer podcast that I thought would really help us understand, get to know God, and really dive in deep to understand the scriptures. And if there's anything, I pray that something encouraged you on this episode to keep going, right? I'm here to lift you up and encourage you that you're not alone. The Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. But I promise you, as you're shifting seasons, God knows the desires of your heart. Amen. 
Be blessed, family. Thanks so much for all the ratings on the pod, the, the likes and subs on the YouTube channel. We appreciate that. Go ahead. If you guys are on the YouTube, feel free to do that. Podcast, feel free. We love you all so much. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.